welcome to View from the Bridge, live from Chicago. Um, not quite the, the sights of the city that you are seeing if the video is made available at all. But that is where I am. Final night. My name is Scott Trotter. I've been on the entirety of Chelsea's preseason tour in the United States. A lot of traveling for the team. A lot of matches. And an unbeaten end for Mauricio Pochettino and Co. Um, of course, preseason came to a close on Wednesday night, the early hours of Thursday morning UK time, um, with a draw against Borussia Dortmund. Um, I don't think we can start anywhere else other than a massive shout out to Mason Burstow um, for scoring his first goal for the club and late late equalizer um a poacher's finish and always good to see a young player score their first senior goal for the club uh he obviously arrived on this prison tour perhaps not expecting too many chances came as pochettino looked to bulk out the numbers to ensure there were plenty of bodies to spread minutes around to ensure that the club can arrive at Liverpool in the kind of best physical condition that they can. I think many probably expected Burstow to be heading on loan this summer, perhaps even a permanent deal. That That is certainly not something that was off the cards. And I think some maybe expected him to be Oxford, in Oxford uh, when he ended up being in North Carolina uh, to start the tour. Uh, so what a, what a journey he's had in some some respects. He obviously got the start against Fulham, uh, leading line. He done very well there. Uh, had a crucial impact tonight, and also played as a in the number ten role earlier in the tournament as well, and the Premier League Summer Series tournament. So yeah, great news for him. Uh, fantastic to see him do that, of course. And yeah, I guess. A good way to, to end the tour. Uh, certainly keeping that preseason helps maintain a good feeling within the Chelsea squad. I think it's better heading into that Liverpool game not to have had a defeat to close out this period. And I'm sure, you know, all the players and Pochettino will be very happy to have done so. Uh, they certainly didn't look to deserve to lose against Dortmund. They were the better team. They were more controlled team for the most part. And I guess the first thing to mention in terms of this Dortmund game is the pitch. Uh, when myself and other journalists were allowed into the stadium, it didn't take too long to notice that it looked absolutely bad, to be honest. Uh, we then quickly found out that there had been an Ed Sheeran concert on the the weekend before, which seemed likely to have caused some of the damage, given that there was a crowd on the pitch, albeit across boards. But it certainly looked like there had been a lot of pressure in areas. The players were kind of pouring at the grass when they had their opportunity to assess it. And I think certainly the narrative in the press box was, what happens if somebody gets injured here? 
uh, that quickly kind of <laughs> took over Twitter as well. There was a lot of interest, in it, and it really wasn't good. It it was a concern, and obviously arising from the match, I don't know whether it's directly came from the conditions of the pitch. Uh, there was a suggest- suggestion that Christopher and Kunku's studs got caught in the ground. There was obviously that tackle where he somehow ridiculously was denied a penalty. Um, it, and he has picked up a knee injury of some kind that will be assessed in London. Uh, Chelsea flew pretty swiftly uh, back following the game. I think they arrive back home just after lunchtime uh, in the afternoon. And they have a couple of training sessions uh, in in the coming days before having Sunday and Monday off and then back at it ahead of the weekend's game with Liverpool. But it, it was another positive step. It, it was very much a friendly against Dortmund, I think, not in terms of the intensity. There were some big tackles, but in terms of how the game went, it kind of petered out very quickly uh, after that in Kunku injury. Maybe a few then worried about getting injured, perhaps, but... I think promising in terms of a defensive partnership for Levi Colwell, uh, Colwell, sorry, and Thiago Silva. Colwell obviously haven't signed that new contract. Uh, he just oozes class. He really does. It's hard not to get excited about his potential. He has a certain aura on the pitch, and you know could could be massive for Chelsea in the coming years. And he would appear to have an opportunity against Liverpool. I think most people who played in the start and lineup against Dortmund will have an opportunity against Liverpool. But the call will obviously Baddy Ashiel is still coming back from injury. Wesley Fofana is injured, though we're led to believe Axel de Sassi is going to come into the team before the end of the summer. He he's obviously not going to be in a position to start versus Liverpool. Chalbert obviously picked up a knock. He didn't feature against Dortmund at all, but was on the bench. And I guess there's still that suggestion that he could leave the club. So it really does seem set for Cole to start the season. Not something that many necessarily expected, given his late introduction to the side after his excellent under-21s campaign. But yeah, this this could be big. I think you, despite his quality, you've got to remember he is still very young. Mistakes will be made throughout the course of the season and Chelsea really need to stick with him just to see, see how his development goes because he is really such a talent and learning from likes of Thiago Silva is going to be perfect for his development. Um, we saw Reese James take the captain's armband, perhaps it was the biggest indication yet, if not a, if not a you know, full-on decision by Pochettino. He's still very coy afterwards. So he, he hasn't made his decision, but he was on the pitch with the likes of Thiago Silva, who's a captaincy contender. Kepa has held captaincy before. Ben Chilwell's obviously put his hand up for the captaincy. Uh, Enzo. So, so James is certainly in the driving position uh, at the moment. Um, he started right back and obviously Chilwell left back. I think the obvious starting candidates in those positions. Uh, in the centre of midfield, we had Conor Gallagher. Enzo Fernandez. Interesting that they could be the duo that start there against Liverpool. I think some were starting to maybe wonder whether Andre Santos could really have a chance to start there. Um, he's been very impressive throughout the whole summer uh, friendlies. 
really hasn't looked out of place too many times. Really combative, really up for the physical battle. Does look like he might pick up a few other cards over the course of the season. Um, if some of his tackles are anything to go by, but that's really exciting. He didn't get on against Dortmund, um, so it's interesting to see how involved he could be in the early stages of the season. Because obviously, no Moises Caicedo, no experienced central midfielder signed yet. Still something Pochettino wants. So it's one to watch out for. What does happen in the centre of midfield? Um, of course, Carney Chukwemeka started in the 10 position. He again looked better, I thought. Uh, not Perhaps not better than, than all the games, but certainly we've seen a good progression from him. Um, we also got a chance to speak to him in the press conference following the match. He seemed very happy with his development in the Pochettino. He, his ambitions for the season are breaking into the team. Uh, it will be very interesting to see whether he starts the game against Liverpool. Even Kunku's fit, could he play the number 10 role? That will be interesting. Um, but Chukwemeka has really grown, does seem to be learning throughout this pre- pre-season progress. And his pressing, I thought, was really impressive against Dortmund. He, he won the ball a couple of times, perhaps could have scored a goal as well. Uh, but yeah, really promising. Uh, Raheem Sterling on the right. <laughs> His second half performance was certainly a lot better than what we've seen in the course of preseason. He showed some flashes, some turns of pace, but he does not seem settled yet. He does not seem like he's on the verge of impacting the game in a meaningful way. Putting a good ball in the second half, in fairness to him, Jackson couldn't quite get his uh, himself sorted for a quick shot, though he did keep his composure well to lay the ball off. And I think it, that was Chukwemeka's miss. Or a good save by the goalkeeper anyway. Um, so that was really interesting to see. Sterling's position, I think, is going to become under threat pretty quickly. If Nani Madweke was fit enough to play, um, he's have a bit of an issue, perhaps a bit of a hamstring injury. Um, and as yet, he hasn't featured in a friendly this summer, so how his fitness is managed going forward will be really interesting to see. But had he been fit, Perhaps he would have played a bit where Sterling has. Um, so yeah, really difficult situation for the club and Sterling at the minute uh, because that is going to be one to watch if, if his form does not pick up. How long do they persist with him? Because there's a lot of talent on this side and obviously Christopher Nkunku played on the left. Um he had some really nice changes with Nicholas Jackson who started up front both of those guys look really lively around the box. I think that's going to be really interesting to see whether they can maintain that in the Premier League. Um, and Konku, the injury, it wasn't a great sign. He didn't go rushing down to the dressing room. He received some treatment on the bench. I think it was a bit later out in the second half. He was seen walking without an ice pack following the game. But again, of course, assessed in London, so that's going to be one that we... Hopefully don't have to wait too long for an update and hopefully it's not too bad, but he has been a real talent throughout uh, the course of this window. Hasn't always got involved in the course um, of his time on the pitch in terms of a consistent presence, particularly when he played that number nine role. Has been more involved when he's played a deeper role, of course, but he has just got an unreal ability to put the ball in the goal. And that is something Chelsea have really missed. He, he d- does seem to have a real striker's instinct. Um, despite not being the out-and-out striker, creative finishes, he's, he really does just come alive in the box. And I think that's going to be really, really promising for Chelsea. 
uh, really exciting and you know something they have really really lacked over the last you know two or three seasons perhaps even longer um, Nicholas Jackson also he showed great finishing um, in the two games he scored uh, of course against Newcastle and Brighton you know, coolest man on the pitch vibes his finishing wasn't quite up to that standard uh, tonight but his all-around game really does make up for that he gets himself involved frequently he can hold up the ball he can have quick and exchanges he's done it with Nkunku he did it with Mudrick of course for Mudrick's absolute screamer earlier in the summer and yeah that that is also a really promising aspect it'll be really interesting to see where Barroja's fitness is at when they return to Cobham how he integrates into this whether there's still a possibility another striker can be signed um yeah there's a lot of talent in those forward positions but I guess still no guaranteed package until we see how they perform in the Premier League. So that that is going to be a really fascinating one to watch. Uh, Mikhail Mudrick, we can't help but mention he came on um, as Nkunku's replacement. He looks full of beans. He's just a threat every time he's on the ball. His pace, his acceleration just leaves the opposition, you know, doubting what to do next. If Chelsea can harness that, that is going to be really promising going forward. His confidence is really on the up. He was trying to G up the crowd. He was bringing the ball down, you know, with his instep, but kind of like a half Cruyff control. I don't even know what you'd call it, but, you know, so much talent out. Mason Mount did it once as well. Uh, a few seasons ago, that was stand out. And, you know, this touch was just unreal from Mudrick, and he went on for a dribble, had a shot saved, you know, really waved his arms up and down to really G up the crowd. And this is a friendly. He He's certainly a lot more in the zone than what he was for large stretches in the second half of last season. His fitness is being carefully managed. He obviously didn't feature against Fulham in the Premier League Summer Series match. Again, will be interesting how Pochettino takes him forward when he can become more involved regularly because, you know, Mudrick and Sterling just seem on different trajectories trajectories at the moment and he's produced some some really exciting moments and you know is a player that excites excites a crowd within a second and that is another good thing that's gonna be at Stamford Bridge in the coming season. Um and yeah, so, so Chelsea more than deserved the draw they got. I guess Hinting on to some takeaways from the tour. It's been a really positive process. The, the side are clearly fitter than they were this time last year. Every Chelsea player you speak to and mention running, they can't help but kind of laugh almost and, and comment about how much running they've done. That seems to have helped them bond as a team. And, you know, that that is going to be really positive in terms of how they can push on the season and you know be competitive for 90 minutes to really compete for every challenge a key tenet of what Pochettino spoke about has been no excuses he doesn't want them to not be fit enough even the pitch tonight with Nkunku's injury he didn't want to use that as an excuse it was bad luck that Nkunku injured in his view he really does want this team to to believe that they are in control of their own destiny and can win. 
whether they do is another thing, of course. But he wants them to believe they can, that they are as good as anybody, and that that is a really admirable attitude. And you know, if we can see a Chelsea side with that swagger, with that confidence, with that heart, that is really going to be a more entertaining prospect than than what they delivered last season. I think that's the thing with Chelsea this year. They are going to deliver some good games, some good performances, exciting, pressing football, and hopefully lots of hard work. And we didn't get that every time last season. And so hopefully that that can really, you know, drive Stamford Bridge into anticipation in a year where there's no European football. And, and hopefully Pochettino can deliver that. Um, of course, mentioned before, the players rarely seem to have bought in so far. They have carried a larger squad than what you'd perhaps normally expect. Obviously, 31 players have been there. They're not all going to be there for the Premier League squad, but there's certainly been a real caution about ensuring that they can manage the minutes of everybody, can tailor the programs. So there has been this willingness to take young players and provide them with opportunities, but also help them manage minutes. We've seen Bashir Humphreys thrive, to be honest. He's been great at the back. I think probably unlikely to play an extended role in the Premier League at any point this year, but certainly earned himself the prospect of a really good loan moving forward. So he's been you know, so mature, so authoritative, and just good. The, the loan of Paderborn for the last six months of last season, I think has really done him wonders. He looks renewed, but he looked more confident playing in the best team than he did captain in the development team at the start last year. And I think that's really commendable for the work he's put in, the work he's done with Pochettino, the way he's picked Thiago Silva's brains since, since um, heading on the preseason tour. He, he was worried that he would be annoying the Brazilian veteran. Uh, but yeah, I think he, he's done really well. Uh, of course, a whole whole host of young players that could could still head out on loan. Um, too many to debate for the moment. Perhaps one we can get into next week when Bobby joins me and we start looking ahead to the season. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of business prospects between now and that Liverpool match. Um, and I guess there we we've got to touch on transfers. There's a desire for more. Pochettino does not want a big squad, but he does want some experience heads in. I think he said there's room to strengthen across the pitch still. Obviously, Moises, Caicedo, Chelsea had another bid rejected over the weekend last week. Time has lost all meaning over the course of this preseason tour. Um, And today, Brighton have kind of admitted that the, there's been more interest in Caicedo. It seems like it's came from Saudi Arabian clubs, so whether that's true competition or not kind of remains to be seen. But there's obviously a decision for Chelsea to make there. Um, they have also made a bid for Brighton goalkeeper Robert Sanchez, whether that helps facilitate a move also remains to be seen. But overall, you know, Chelsea need a midfielder. They need to decide whether they want to pay the money or they need to move on to other targets. There's less than a month left of the transfer window. They want a midfielder. Uh, 
it's going to... I mean, it doesn't matter how it looks in truth, but it's going to look embarrassing if they end up having to pay the money for Kaiseido and it's last week of August. That's a lot of wasted time. It will not have been useful to Pochettino, of course. Better to get the player over the line and, you know, at least they would know that they've driven for the best deal they possibly can get at that stage. <laughs> but it would be hard to paint the summer as a complete success, I think. But it has been positive overall. I think maybe some concerns about how many games have been played. That has obviously led to the size of the squad. Again, every three days it's been intense. And now 10 days without a game is interesting. Um, it does give them plenty of preparation time for Liverpool, which is obviously a positive. And I guess time to put the work in, maybe get some more bodies, maybe work on some more stuff for the games in future weeks as well specific opposition stuff and you know give some time for a break that sunday and monday off um, will will be well earned after the time away in the united states and the intense fitness work the double sessions and you know we got to see a little bit of trend they really do get pushed hard by pochettino by jesus perez by all the coach and staff and yeah it's it's really I think positive time for the coaches staff. Pochettino does seem to be creating an environment where players have got close despite not knowing each other very long. There's obviously a young team. They're bonding. Ben Chilwell, I think at 26, is the third oldest player in the squad, which is crazy. But there, there is hopefully something happening at Chelsea. Um, over the course of this preseason, we have seen a lot of the hierarchy around as well. Paul and Stanley, Lawrence Stewart have been around. I guess hopefully in, in some talks pushed in to ensure things are moving forward in the correct manner. Um, a lot of the board have been around. Benedict Barley hasn't been too far away on some of the match days from being seen with the team. Todd Bowley's also been present a lot. He's been a lot more discreet in his kind of arrival at games and those kind of things, but he has been around. So there has been a real kind of like, I guess, team ethos around around this preseason. They have been all together. I'm sure there have been meetings. So hopefully things can really, you know, move forward going into this season. And the season isn't too far away now, uh, 10 days away until Chelsea face Liverpool. Probably with an 11 not too dissimilar to what we saw against Borussia Dortmund. Will be interested in what happens should Nkunku not be fit. Whether it's Mudrick that comes in to play. Uh, obviously the, there are then tactical decisions to be made with relation to Rheimstein and Mudrick both being kind of more out and out wingers. Um, that has not been what we've seen a lot of from Chelsea. Usually it's a fullback providing some of the width fly and another winger, whether it be Nkunku or somebody else, tucks into a more central role. Perhaps Ian Matson is in contention and other players had a fantastic preseason. Obviously, I don't think any pe many people were in doubt over his quality. Um, very good left back, very good loan at Burnley, very good at loan at Coventry before that, and Charlton. He's simply a very good player, but he's really impressed Pochettino. Showed great intelligence, played number 10, played left, played right. He does have a real opportunity to be involved in this squad going forwards. 
and I guess wants to make a go of it at Chelsea as well, which is big. And that is going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. He's not had an opportunity to left back yet. Neither is Lewis Hall. That has been shared by Chilwell and Marco Guerrero, the latter of which probably had one of the tougher pre-seasons. Um, Lewis Hall, also a tough pre-season, hasn't had too many minutes um, compared to what you might have expected. Again, none at left back. He's played in the centre of the pitch, played on the left. Probably best suited for a loan, it would seem, at the moment, to ensure he's getting that first-team football, to ensure his development continues. And yeah, I'll, I'll not say too much more. Um, of course, more transfer business expected. Stick at Football Dolan for all the latest developments. On that front, we'll be really building up to the Premier League season as well, so ensure to head to the website for that. Um, and yeah, pre-season is over to a degree. There's another week before the season truly starts. Lots of preparation time still to go. But the kind of first stage of the Mauricio Pochettino era at Chelsea is over. And now the next one begins. Um, so thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope I've made some kind of sense. It's now 4.09 a.m. in Chicago. I'm very ready for bed. And we'll be producing more Chelsea content when I wake up in the morning. There'll be a big tour roundup. Um, hopefully with some insights that I haven't shared just yet. Um, or perhaps I will have by the time you listen to this. So be sure to, to head to the site and look to check that out. And yeah, thank you very much for joining me. Make sure you hit the football on the website. Please leave the podcast a review. I'll probably be back with Bobby Vincent next week and we'll you know, discuss all the latest Chelsea's going on. So maybe a few of the things I've talked about here um, in the early hours in a bit more depth and with greater insight. And yeah, thanks for joining us. Football is almost back, despite feeling like it never really went away. Um, so until next time, thanks for joining us and speak again soon. <laughs>